0: it starts with excuses they blame you for doing projecting out their guilt onto you their thoughtlessness onto you i call it sandbagging welcome to this podcast of my inner torch Well, it's New Year's Eve. If you're listening to this on December 31st, when it has been uploaded, of course, new podcasts uh, uploaded every single Friday at 10 a.m. And thank you for your listenership over the year. You've made this podcast a growing and successful one. And if anything, I certainly hope that it's provided you with some understanding and it's given you some solace to know that you are not alone, that you do matter. You do have self-worth and you should not allow the borderline or the narc or anybody with cluster B to abuse you. Sandbagging. What does that mean? Well, that's a term that I came up with. If you Google it, you probably won't find it. But what it essentially is, is when the borderline or the narc or anybody for that matter, removes themselves from any emotional liability. And I will give you a classic example of sandbagging with my UBPD wife, who I do believe is comorbid with narcissistic personality disorder. And she does this and she's been doing this probably since I've known her. I can, I can come up with numerous examples, but I will give you one uh, from the Christmas holiday. So, Uh, we decided, well, I guess she decided back in October before Christmas that we weren't really going to do any gifts for each other, that this was just going to be a Christmas where we enjoyed family and friends and we really weren't going to buy gifts for each other. Meaning my wife wasn't going to get me gifts and I wasn't going to get her gifts. Okay. So, um, I didn't really agree with that, but that was kind of the mandate. And so when we were at Walmart uh, a few months ago, uh, she wanted a robotic vacuum. And so I bought the robotic vacuum and she's like, okay, so that's our mutual Christmas present. This is what we're going to have. We're not going to get ourselves any other presents. Well, that wasn't going to sit well with me because I knew that I was damned if I do and damned if I don't. So I did buy christmas presents for my wife. Now some people out there who do have BPD and who do listen to this podcast are going to say that I was setting my wife up. But I was not setting my wife up. I was being true to myself. I knew that if I didn't buy any presents, that I was going to give my wife a platform to criticize me. That I bought her a vacuum. Oh, here we go again. He bought me some household item. You know, and then she would Actually, verbally abuse me, devalue me, detach from me, split on me, etc., 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 what borderlines and narcs and other people with cluster B do. So, I did buy some presents, and I think my wife is aware that I bought some presents. And here comes the sandbagging, which she usually does. So, numerous times I've had to hear that she hasn't had time. To go out and buy any presents. In fact, it was interesting. My wife works in the education field, and she is exposed to COVID, like a lot of other people are, who are first responders and frontliners. And so she was on a self-imposed quarantine, so to speak. And we were we were out uh, picking up our daughter from work one evening last week, and she started with the excuses: the well, you know, normally I would be out shopping and buying. Uh, you know, gifts and doing things. Mind you, this is a person, this is coming from a person who usually uh, shops for Christmas presents throughout the year. Okay. So there's really the excuse again is not very valid because normally what she does is that she will amass gifts. Now, mind you, she has purchased gifts for everybody in the family, numerous gifts, and she has gone out of her way to prepare, uh, you know, baked goods and other things for her coworkers. So again, she is uh, embodying the spirit of giving, which is cloaked under the narc aspect of her that, look at me, how wonderful I am. I'm thinking of everybody, please, you know, acknowledge me, so to speak. But when it comes to me, and I'm not painting myself as a victim here, there's thoughtlessness she's already told us or told me, and she's made that very clear to everybody in the family that we're not going to buy each other gifts. We're not going to celebrate the holiday. And one of our daughters said, well, why don't you do something special for dad? And that met with no response. And in fact, my wife is already angry at the fact that I have gifts for her because it makes it difficult for her to i guess accept it number one and number two um it kind of plays against her opportunity to devalue me to say, show how what a horrible person i am so that's an example of sandbagging uh, another example that i can give you that's a, perhaps a little bit more blatant was our past anniversary uh she you know, uh, I, I went ahead, our wedding anniversary was in October, and I did prepare a meal. I did get her a card, and I, uh, you know, made some effort. And her response was, I'm really sorry, I've been very busy, um, and, you know, I have not been able, you know, I was not able to get you a card. Now, mind you, I've heard this numerous times in our past 20 year marriage. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. I did not get you a card for Valentine's day or whatever. I'm sorry because I was busy. Uh, Oh, I didn't do anything for you. Um, you know, and in this case of our, our anniversary that was there, she was actually at a store that had cards on the day of our anniversary. She knew it was our anniversary and she did nothing. Now that's her prerogative. That's her choice. And some of you may say, myinnertorch at gmail.com. You knew that was coming. I welcome your thoughts and I welcome your perspective on this. Some may say that I'm painting myself as a victim here. I'm not painting myself as a victim. I'm stating fact. I'm, I'm doing, I did a podcast to thine own self be true. If you have an opportunity, please listen to that. I did that last year. I'm being true to myself. I'm being true to my own nature. I'm not playing my wife's game. I'm not playing the wife, my wife's game for Christmas where she can sit and tell everybody that she was on quarantine and this is why she didn't get me any gifts. It's not about the gifts. And I want to make that very, very clear to you. I'm not sitting here saying, well, if I got her a gift, you know, there has to be reciprocity here. She has to get me a gift. Uh, that's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about is the sandbagging, making an excuse about it, making it seem like well, you know, mm, I, I didn't have time. Uh, she had plenty of time. She had all year. She had all year to think about our anniversary. She had all year to think about Christmas. So the excuse doesn't wash true. I really wish that she would be true to herself and say, I just don't care. And that's the bottom line. There's no thoughtfulness here. I don't rank in her life. She has split, she has devalued me, and she's detached from me. So this Christmas, needless to say, I'm recording this actually before Christmas. So I will be very happy to tell you what she happened to say or how she played the sandbagging game, but I'm very confident that as we are opening presents on Christmas, that she will repeat that to our family to absolve herself of perhaps the guilt that she may feel Uh, if she does feel guilt and basically tell people, look, you know, I just didn't have time. And if she doesn't do it that way, she can also vilify me by saying we had an arrangement. We were just going to buy this vacuum cleaner, this robot vacuum cleaner, and that was our mutual present. So that's a term that I made up myself. It's, it's basically removing themselves from any emotional liability to you. When they make those excuses, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot our anniversary. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. You know, I was really, really busy. I couldn't get out and do anything. Borderlines and narcs, when they're in the love bombing phase, will remember your anniversary. They will remember the minutia of your life. They will bake you a cake just because you like it, because you want it. They will bake you cupcakes. They will go and do somersaults for you if you like somebody doing somersaults. So it doesn't wash. Where do they drop that feeling when they split, when they devalue, when they detach, when they just simply don't care anymore, but they choose in this case, my wife chooses to remain in the household. She's not threatening to leave, but she will continue to make excuses. She will continue to sandbag. She will continue to project that guilt and make it my problem. I will be doing an upcoming podcast on the narcissist's prayer. If you get an opportunity, Google that and look at it because it kind of falls into this realm, the sandbagging. So if I did something and it hurts you, then you deserved it. And if I actually told my wife, Hey, you know what? That's kind of hurtful. You know, I would really appreciate if you'd be thoughtful. It's not the gift. It's the thought that counts. She wouldn't understand that there would be a fight. So what my wife does, and she does it very well, is when we get close to certain occasions or even on the day of the occasion, she's always ready with an excuse, always ready with an excuse. I was busy. I was under a COVID quarantine. Mind you, we have Amazon. I didn't know what to get you. You have everything. So that gives her basically a free pass to be thoughtless. And that's the crux of it. As I said, it's not the material aspect of it. I'm not sitting here saying, I want a gift. She needs to give me a gift. Just a thought, just the fact that she thought of me is what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about something material. That doesn't mean, that means nothing to me. It's the thought, it's the gesture, it's the letting me know that maybe she was thoughtful. She's out today dropping our daughter off. It's the day before Christmas, the 23rd of December, the date of this recording. And I can assure you that she will go to the grocery store because she has to, but she won't take a moment. She won't think maybe what could I do? She will basically hide behind that excuse. Myinnertorch at gmail.com. When you're listening to this, this is New Year's Eve. 2021. What a year it's been. And thank you for joining me on this journey. I wish you all the best. Because if you're listening to this podcast, you have questions, you're hurting, you're confused. I don't know what it is, but you're drawn to this because you are seeking knowledge. And as I've told you in previous podcasts, knowledge is power. Equip yourself with the power to understand. I have, and I will tell you that it gives me comfort. It gives me absolution. It gives me permission to look at the relationship from a different lens. The lens of knowing that it's not me. It's the situation. Sound familiar? Listen to that podcast. It's not you. It's the situation you find yourself in. The situation you choose to remain in. Because when it comes down to it, it is a choice. I choose at present to remain in this marriage. You choose to remain in the relationship that you have. Or if you're suffering from having left the relationship and you're pining for that person because perhaps you've seen on their social media that they're having a ball, that they've met somebody else, they've moved on. How could they do that to you? Be happy that they did you will be better off in the long run. Time does heal all wounds. Thank you again for your listenership in 21. I'm excited for going forward into 22. I've got a lot of fun, well, not fun, but I got a lot of things planned for the direction of this podcast and the direction of perhaps me serving as a resource to you because we're all victims in this myinnertorch at gmail.com. Be well, and in whatever you do, be good. Happy New Year to you. We'll see you next Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time when a new podcast and a new beginning starts. Take care. Be well, and in whatever you do, be good. This has been My Inner Torch.